Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Hello everyone, good morning, welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And on this channel, we like to talk about a lot of things that are specific to making really good food that looks really good that you can do in a hurry. So we don't have a lot of time. And today, I'm going to actually try something different. And I've posted a lot on my social media about these mug cakes they're two and a half minute in the microwave mug cakes. I thought it would be fun to take you along in the audio journey of how I make my mug cake and let's see how long it really takes because of course it takes a little bit more prep time than just the two and a half minutes in the microwave. So let's get started. The ingredients you will need are organic quinoa flour or any type of flour will do. Um, that's the kind I use and like. In this particular recipe today, I used garbanzo bean flour. Then you'll need some vital wheat gluten flour, some uh, Hershey's cocoa powder or whatever kind of cocoa powder you want, apple cider vinegar, salt to taste if you want, stevia to taste if you want, baking powder, baking soda, and applesauce. Those are the ingredients. And then the actual recipe yields, it's 318 calories, 2.9 grams of fat, 42.5 grams of carbs, 4.5 of those are fibrous carbs and there's no added sugar, and then 28 grams of protein. So really you're not getting any sugar in there unless you decide to choose an applesauce that has added sugar or something like that in it. So that's it. That is it. That is all. Macros are awesome. And honestly, if you, you're probably going to get full on a half a serving size of this because it's such a big cake and it is so good and it's so filling and you're going to love it. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. So enjoy the rest of this episode. I am currently at my parents' beach house in the kitchen. So I'm semi-familiar with where most things are. I made the mug cakes yesterday and... I'm just gonna go ahead and like walk around the kitchen and talk to you guys while I make these mug cakes so that you know exactly what I'm doing. And if you wanna make these cakes as well, then you can kind of follow along with exactly what I'm doing. Okay, so let's get started. It is 7.22, so we'll see what time we finish. Okay, first thing I need to do, and let's be real here, I haven't had coffee yet, so I'm a little bit slow, 
is I want to make sure that I have my bowls set out. So I'm going to go over here and I have two cups. You either need one large mug or two regular size mugs. So I have two regular size mugs today. And then I'm going to grab my dry ingredients first because you want to mix all the dry ingredients together first in a separate bowl. I don't have a whisk or I don't know where the whisk is today. So I'm just going to measure out these ingredients. And I didn't bring my scale either, which is just super stellar, Danny, right? So we're going to have to measure these things out with, I know, with cup measures. Like it's totally possible, not a big deal, just kind of funny. So I've got grabbing a quarter cup measure out of um, one of the drawers and I'm grabbing my vital wheat gluten and my garbanzo bean flour. You can use whatever kind of flour you desire. I have personally used whole wheat flour, I have used quinoa flour, and I've used this garbanzo bean flour. And I do like it, I really do. So I think my favorite so far has been the quinoa flour. It definitely gives a slightly different texture with the garbanzo bean flour, but it's still really good. All right, we're just gonna dump that in there. So for the gar for the flour, you want 40 grams. So if you're measuring that out, then you wanna, like if you're measuring it on a food scale, then you wanna measure it out by gram. If you only have cup measures like I do today, it's supposed to be a quarter cup, but I, I like to do a little bit more of like a heaping quarter cup because the vital wheat gluten is only 30 grams versus 40 grams and that serving size is also a quarter of a cup. So I like to make sure if I'm not using a scale, I'm putting in a little bit more flour compared to the vital wheat gluten. There we go, we've got the vital wheat gluten in there as well. Use the quarter cup measure for that. And I'm gonna put my vital wheat gluten back in the container and I'm going to throw out the garbanzo bean flour because I, I just finished it up. Okay, what is next? Next, I will need one tablespoon of either cinnamon or pumpkin pie spice or Hershey's cocoa powder. So I think this morning I'm going to use Hershey's cocoa powder because my tablespoon measure is already in that can. I'm at the bottom of this one too. Alright, so we've got the cocoa powder adding in there. Good. Oh, it's pretty good. I can throw this container out too. Look at that. Okay. So we've got the tablespoon of cocoa powder. And then the next thing we're gonna do is add. You can add stevia for taste if you want, or you totally don't have to. It is not required by any means. I'm going to add it today. And then I'm also going to add one half teaspoon of, let's see, look at those mixes. Yeah, a half teaspoon of baking powder and a half teaspoon of baking soda. There we go. I pre-measured out some of my baking soda and baking powder when I left my home to come to the beach for the weekend. So I was trying to look at the little cups and figure out which one was which because I put the pre-measured stevia 
and the pre-measured baking powder in little containers. So I just had to look and make sure that it, that it was the right stuff. <laughs> Don't want to put too much of that in the mix. Alrighty. What is next? What's next, Danny? What do you have next? Well, I hope y'all can still hear me with the AC that just kicked in. Alright, so those are pretty much all the dry ingredients. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Uh, you can add 1 8 teaspoon of salt for taste if you want. Oh, and I know what else I'm going to add. I added a packet. This is totally optional. This is not part of the recipe. But I added a packet yesterday of Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee with Lion's Mane and Chaga. So I want to say it was about like one packet is 50 gram, 50, sorry, 50 milligrams of caffeine. So I added that, honestly, I didn't taste it. <laughs> so it, I don't think it made a ton of a difference, but to have a little bit of a coffee kick in, in the cake, maybe you can call it a coffee cake that way. And it doesn't taste like it. So taste-wise, I don't think you can call it a coffee cake, but for a texture, even, even texture, it was a little bit more moist than a coffee cake, but I added it in there just to get a little bit of caffeine, so you are more than welcome to do the same, or you don't have to. Okay, so now we're mixing up those ingredients. Really, the main things that you need to have in there are, we've already got, so gotta have that flour, gotta have that vital wheat gluten. This is vegan, by the way. It's not gluten-free, but it's vegan. Okay, so we're getting that mixed up. This is definitely easier with a whisk instead of a fork. I do recommend that you use a whisk, but if you don't have one, that's okay. You're still gonna make it. It's just a mug cake. <laughs> now, an easy way to make this take less time is to mix together all of the dry ingredients the night before and have them sitting in, the, in a bowl in the fridge or a plastic bag in the fridge. And then all you have to do is add in your wet ingredients, especially if you know that you're gonna be in a rush. That is a great way to save some time in the morning. Okay, we've got all that mixed in together, and we're gonna add in our wet ingredients next, which is going to be either four ounces or a half cup of pure pumpkin or applesauce. I'm gonna use applesauce today. And What's really cool about this is if you are in a rush and you don't want to actually measure out four ounces, you can just grab a little like to-go container of applesauce. I mean, it's that simple. So just like a little regular 3.9 ounce unsweetened Mott's applesauce from the store. So just grab that and you just have to dump it in and it's that simple we're really going for simple here you guys so we're gonna add that in I mean because those little cups they're they're exactly a half a cup pretty much um, the little squeezy pouches I think they're a little bit less so you probably can use that but I don't know how it will affect the texture taste or consistency since it's a little bit less but you could use that if you're on the go as well mm. Love me some applesauce. And you don't taste the applesauce, so if you don't like apples, don't worry about it. You're not going to taste it. Now I'm adding in one teaspoon of, actually, sorry, half teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. 
and that really helps get things shoot now I'm saying this I can't remember if it's a half teaspoon or one teaspoon I just have been using the the cap of my apple cider vinegar container instead of an actual measurement and it's been fine so half teaspoon to a teaspoon it's not gonna make a huge difference when it comes to your apple cider vinegar and then the last ingredient I'm gonna add before mixing it all together is my water so a third cup of water add that on in there and I'm just gonna start mixing this up with a fork so mix 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 the next thing I'm going to do once this is fully mixed and we're, we're at about 10 minutes so granted me talking through this instead of just doing it maybe it'll take a little bit longer but you know I'm keeping it real with you guys so I'm mixing everything together and I'm gonna get some nonstick cooking spray next to spray my mugs. Now I do want you to keep in mind, if you, this, this serving size that we're making right here makes one giant mug cake, or if you're gonna make two, it'll make two regular coffee cup mugs or six like cupcakes. However, if you double the recipe or if you half the recipe, it's not going to cook in the microwave the same way consistently. So I want you to be aware of that. All right, almost done mixing this up here. Yeah, if you just do one smaller mug cake with half the amount of mix, like in a regular size mug, the two and a half minutes of microwave time is gonna be way too much and the texture is gonna be a lot harder. It's not gonna be very pleasant. And then if you do, Say you, tr you wanted to make 12 cupcakes instead of six, your texture, it's you're gonna have to cook them longer. They're not gonna cook fully all the way in two and a half minutes. So be aware of that. This recipe is for exactly what it is for. Okay, that's mixed together. I've got my nonstick cooking spray and I'm gonna spray these over the sink because I don't wanna get that spray anywhere else. Right, so that sprayed, that sprayed. Okay, we're both sprayed. And now I'm just going to separate into uh, both of my little cups that I have today. Now to make sure that it's even, I mean, I like using, you know, a little cupcake baking scoop to make sure that I have even amounts of scoop. I don't have that with me today. That's okay. We're just gonna evenly get everything into these cups as best as we can. And it looks like straight chocolate, and that's, I know, mostly due to the cocoa powder. <laughs> that's a good thing. That is a good thing. It almost looks like a brownie batter mix. It's a little bit more liquidy than a brownie batter. But it is going to be good. And, you know, you could taste it if you want. You know, there's no eggs in here. So if you wanted to see what it's going to taste like, you're more than welcome to do that. You can lick the bowl clean if you want. I don't love the taste of this before it's been microwave baked, but you might. I don't know. Let me know. Try it and let me know. <laughs> Just getting the last little bit. I have two different types of cups that I'm making them in today, so it's hard to tell if the batter's even or not, but that's okay. I'm kind of experimenting a little bit as I go here. All right. So we're here just about done okay 
now I'm just going to make sure everything looks like it's even in the containers. Kind of pat them down. I feel a sneeze coming on. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You know that feeling when you're not sure? Okay, batter looks good. And I'm still in my experimental phase, so I'm gonna go ahead and, well actually, no. We'll, we'll put both of these in here. We'll see how we do with two different types of containers at the same time. Cause I have one like coffee mug and then one, it's like a plastic ice cream sundae container. So we're gonna see how that does. So I'm putting those in the microwave right now and we're gonna do a minute. So just click on that one minute express cook. And right now I'm just gonna keep chitter chatting, but you can start cleaning things up in your kitchen if you know that you are in a rush and you have somewhere to be. So we've got a minute on the microwave and after that we're gonna let it sit for about 30 seconds in there before we hit another minute on the microwave. And then we'll let it set for 30 seconds again and then we'll microwave it for one more, or yeah, 30 more seconds. So it'll be a total of two and a half minutes in the microwave and then and then, there's always an end then. I will take them out, let them sit on the counter for about 30 to 60 seconds, and potentially, if you're just ready to go, bring it with you and grab a spoon. Like, that's as simple as it needs to be. Because I've been trying to make mine really pretty and make sure that they pop out of the microwave, or cups, and don't stick to the mugs, I've been turning them over, putting them onto a plate, and then throwing them in the freezer for about two minutes because I want them to be a little bit cooler when I try to put some sort of an icing or topping on so that it doesn't melt immediately off. <laughs> so, all right, so I've got mine done at one minute. They're kind of sitting there. Everything looks like it's pretty even so far. All right, we're going to go ahead and give them... One more minute, see how that does. <sighs> Putting those dishes in the sink. Mm-hmm, this is gonna be good. So we're at 16 minutes and 15 seconds. <sighs> y'all doing this morning I hope you're excited for this you'll have to let me know so I always make a an Instagram post when my podcasts go out so that would be the place to send me a comment on what you think you can definitely leave comments on SoundCloud and I think on anchor or on iTunes you can leave a comment I would love a comment and review if you love this podcast or if you have any thoughts on these microwavable mug cakes. Oh, we're hitting two. One. Rest. Awesome. Oh, these look good. We have 30 seconds left. So we're going to go ahead and give those a quick break. Your, your kids are going to love these. You're going to love these. Like, mm, that's the most good. I don't know anybody that wouldn't love these. So. <laughs> Last 30 seconds on that express train. 
But yeah, if y'all would love to leave a rating and review, that definitely helps people find this podcast and sharing it with a friend that you know loves to bake or that you know loves to eat healthy or is always looking for more, um, you know, better ways to live life, you know? This is the podcast for them, so please send them this podcast and then tell them why you've sent it to them. If you just tag them in it on Facebook or somewhere, it, they're not gonna they're not gonna watch it. They're not gonna listen to it. They're gonna be like, "Oh, I was tagged in something." No, you gotta tell them why you tagged them in it. Okay, pulling those mug cakes out of the microwave. They are hot, so be cautious of that. But they look good. Everything looks really good. So we shall see. Yes. Okay. I am going to take some quick photos and then pop them over and pop them into the cooler. But I'm going to end this here before we hit the 20 minute mark. My mug cakes are done. So your mug cakes should be done at this point in time. I hope this gave you a realistic idea of how much time it really takes to make a two and a half minute microwavable mug cake. I think if you're not talking the whole time and you know exactly where all of your ingredients are, or if you haven't measured out the night before, then it will take you much less time than 20 minutes, but maybe aim to give yourself 20 minutes if you have not done this before. Awesome. Okay. Thanks so much. I love you guys. Make sure you leave a an honest rating and review for this podcast. And the next episode will be Wednesday and that will be a solo episode. Um, announcements. I think I'm going to have to put this Disney ebook on hold. So bear with me. I'm still working on things. I'm still um, going to Disney in October to continue my research. And I've been taking notes on my research the whole time. And oh, it's still in the progress stage it's going to happen, but I don't have a date for you right now. And so I just want to be honest and put that out there. I've been very overwhelmed with some other things and some other parts of growth in my business and haven't been able to dedicate the time to this as there have just been other priorities. So as much as I love it and I'm continuing to work on it, I don't have a date at the moment. So I'm just going to put that out there and let you know. I will keep you posted on it. If you do want to be a part of my launch team for the book, I do need some assistance for that. So if you're interested and you love Disney, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at danny at the dietdoc.com. That's D-A-N-Y-E at T-H-E-D-I-E-T-D-O-C.com. And I would love to have you be a part of my book launch team and part of like the little marketing launch team that we're putting together. And other than that... I think that's it for now. I think that's it. I'm driving home to Northwest Louisiana from Gulf Shores today. So I'm going to get this episode up and out for you. And then I'm going to uh, embark on an eight hour journey home. Of course, though, if you're staying well hydrated, you know, you're probably going to stop a few times and it's be longer than eight hours. So it's probably going to be a nine to 10 hour drive for me. So send me some prayers to have a safe drive and I will talk to you all soon. Bye. much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message 
This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.